This episode is brought to you by my patrons from Patreon. Patrons such as Gina and Tori make it possible to run this podcast from seeking out guests for the show to promoting it on social media, helping artists such as myself through Patreon is so important. So please go to patreon.com slash narratives from the black diaspora and beyond. It's Saturday, August 27th, and you're listening to Narratives from the Black Diaspora and Beyond. I must admit, I'm a sucker for folklore, and that's why today's episode will be focused on Haitian folklore. There's this book I'm going to read from called The Peace of Fire and Other Haitian Tales by folklorist Harold Corlander. And there are some prominent figures in Haitian folklore, such as Uncle Buki and the sly trickster Timalis. So in today's episode, that's what I'll be doing, reading two folklores, and I hope you enjoy this episode as much as I did creating it. Buki and Tibef. Madame Buki said to Uncle Buki one day, When are we going to get some fresh meat to eat with our rice? It's about time you took some yams down to market to sell, and you can bring back some meat. Stop telling me what to do, Buki said. There's more than one way to get meat. He started out for his garden, and on the trail he met Maliso, T. Maliso's boy, leading a calf to pasture. Buki looked at the calf carefully. Wah, he thought. That calf is all meat from one end to the other. He said to Maliso, Good morning. What a nice calf you have there. His name is Tibef, Maliso said. The more he looked, the more Buki's mouth watered. Where does he generally sleep at night? Buki asked. Oh, he usually sleeps on top of that hill over there, Maliso said. When Buki was finished with his work, he hurried home. He said to Madame Buki, Don't worry about the meat. I have it all figured out. Tonight, I will bring home a good fat calf. His name is Tibef. When it was dark, Buki went up the hill with his sack to find Tibef. But that night, Maliso didn't take the calf to the hill. Instead, he took Tibef to the banana grove. So Buki prowled all around the hill but he didn't find what he was looking for. When he came home with his empty sack, his children called out, Papa, Papa, where is Tibef? Buki scolded them and told them to keep quiet. <laughs> the next morning, he saw Maliso and Tibef again. Maliso, Buki said, where was Tibef last night? I just happened to be passing over the hill, but I didn't see him there. Oh, last night Tibef didn't want to sleep on the hill, Maliso said. So I took him over there in the banana grove. That's where he likes to sleep at night. So that night, Buki took his sack and went to the banana grove to find Tibef. He looked and looked, but he couldn't find what he was looking for. That was because Maliso had taken Tibef to the woods. 
When Vicky came home, the children called out, Papa, Papa, where is T-Beth? Buki was angry. He chased them out of the house. The next day, when he saw Maliso and T-Beth, Buki said sweetly, Oh, Maliso, I just happened to be at the banana grove, but I didn't see T-Beth. Uncle Buki, last night, T-Beth decided he wanted to sleep in the woods. That's where he stays now. But when darkness came, Maliso took T-Beth down by the spring and left him there for the night. So Buki looked for T-Beth in the woods, but he didn't find him. The next morning when he saw Maliso with T-Beth, he said, Maliso, I happened to pass the woods last night, but T-Beth wasn't there. Now you had better start telling me the truth. <laughs> Where is T-Beth going to sleep tonight? Uncle Buki, T-Beth likes to change around. Tonight, he is going to sleep in that cave in the mountain, Maliso said. Night came. Buki took his sack and went to the cave in the mountain. He listened at the entrance, and he heard little noises inside. Ha! Buki said. This time, T-Beth is mine. But the cave belonged to a tiger, and T-Beth wasn't there. Buki crawled inside and felt around in the dark till he caught hold of the tiger. He tried to stuff the tiger into the sack. The tiger knocked Buki down. He bit him and mauled him and scratched him. He tore Buki's clothes half off. Buki fled. He came back home saying, Wah! It is terrible! Wah! I am half dead! Buki's children came out of the house shouting, Papa! Papa! Where is T-Beth? Buki said, What a terrible thing happened. That T-Beth is a devil. He is so small and weak in the daytime, but at night he is as ferocious as a tiger. If you ever meet him anywhere, you must pay him the greatest respect. So it is that the people have a saying, beware of Timalis, beware of his children too. Nanobuklu and the Peace of Fire In ancient times only, the deities lived in the world. There were Shingo, the god of lightning, Ogon, the god of ironsmiths, Agwe, the god of the sea, Legba, the messenger god, and others. Their mother was Nonobuklu. She was the first of all the gods. One day, Legba came to the city and said, A strange thing has happened. A great piece of fire has fallen from the sky. The gods went out with Legba, and he showed them where the pieces of fire lay, scorching the land on all sides. Because Agwe was god of the sea, he brought the ocean in to surround the piece of fire and prevent it from burning up in the world. Then they approached the fire and began to discuss how they could take it back to the city. Because Ogon was the god of ironsmiths, he forged a chain around the great piece of fire and captured it. But there remained the problem of how to transport it. So Shingo, the god of lightning, fastened it to a thunderbolt and hurled it to the city. Then they returned. Nanobuklu, the mother of gods, admired what they had found. And she said, This is indeed 
a great thing. But the gods began to quarrel over who should have it. Legba, the messenger god, said, It was I who discovered it, therefore it belongs to me. Agwe, the god of the sea, said, I brought the ocean to surround it and keep it from eating up the earth, therefore it should be mine. Ogon, the iron worker, said, Did I not forge a chain to wrap around the fire and capture it? Therefore, I am the proper owner. And Shango, the god of lightning, said, Who brought the piece of fire home? It was I who transported it on a thunderbolt. Therefore, there is no doubt whatsoever. It is mine. They argued this way back and forth. They became angry with one another. At last, Nanobuplu halted the argument. She said, This thing that has been brought back is beautiful, but before it came there was harmony, and now there are bad words. This person claims it, that person claims it. Therefore, shall we continue to live with it in our midst? Nanobuplu took hold of the piece of fire and hurled it high into the sky. There it has remained ever since. It is known by the name of Bayaku. It is the evening star. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I hope you enjoyed those stories. Again, the name of the book is The Piece of Fire and Other Haitian Tales by Harold Corlander. Mm-hmm.